Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Conversations with Aeson. How you doing? I hope you're doing well. You know, this has been a really busy day for me. I've actually, you know, spent some time getting some writing done, getting things in order and moving along. I was actually running a little late this evening, but that's okay. Tonight we're talking about relationships because, you know, it used to be that relationships came in a single package standard package, everything just fit in the little box, and if it didn't fit in the box, it wasn't a relationship. Well, that's not the case anymore. You know, relationships in themselves come in every shape, size, and sometimes even colors. Um, And, you know, there's been some new types of relationships popping up and building, and, you know, one of them being, you know, the friends with benefits situation. That one was a really new one. Um, Because, you know, you have the, it's kind of like that mid-ground. You're your friends, but you take the benefits. Um, because here it is with, you know, the benefits being the physical intimacy, maybe the closeness and the communication that you're looking at the relationship, but you're not really ready to test it out. And, you know, when that occurs, a lot of people get really confused because it's like, well, you know, owning, a, you know, paying a rent on a place but only living in the kitchen. It can be a good thing for people that are just in that moving stage, you know, when they're just not really ready for the full commitment of a relationship and they don't just want to hook up and date around. You know, they'll have a friends with benefits situation, which is cute, you know. And, uh, you know, that's been going on for a while now. You know, they used to say sailors had ladies in every port. Well, now they say sailors got friends in every port. Um, And, you know, so that's one type of relationship that's kind of okay. That's not my cup of tea. But you know what? If it's yours, great. If it works for you, wonderful. You know, looking back through history, there's always been those interludes. And, you know, we all hear about these... But did you hear about such and such and all that? Yeah, well, now they're called friends with benefits. And that's real cute. 
Um, and then you have dating, and not a lot of people do dating anymore. It really surprises me. You know, they just don't date. You know, dating is my way of taking applications uh, for the employment of that position in my life. And, you know, I'm kind of an old-fashioned person. I like to have coffee dates and lunch dates and enjoy dinners and get to know the person. Um and a lot of people do that standardly. They like the date. They'll maybe date for, you know, five, six months before they'll say they're in a relationship. But it's like, oh, two dates and more boyfriend and girl- girlfriend. No, you're still dating. You don't even know his middle name or what his mother's favorite food is. You're still dating. Um, and that goes on for a while. But, you know, dating takes different stages. You know, it used to call it going steady. Now they're calling it exclusive. Which I guess is okay if you want to say that you're exclusive, but really you're not. You're not exclusive. You haven't owned the title to the car yet. Um, When you go to an exclusive relationship, for me and my viewpoint of it, that means you're not entertaining any more applicants. You know, you've got them on probation to see if they're going to fit into your life. You know, and it's that probationary period, and there's no time period on that. People can be dating for 11 years if they just remember which night's Friday and when to pick them up. And I think that's okay. I think people get into a rush whenever they're doing that, just the dating phase, to move for that exclusive phase. And they miss those many little steps of having an hour-long conversation and a meal, of spending time enjoying activities. And not looking to get anything out of it more than just the time with the person and getting comfortable. Because, you know, they'll go into exclusiveness or going steady or, you know, stuff. And it's like they don't realize that the person is this way and prefers things to be done this way. And then you get this big old argument. Now, who's on your Facebook? I don't know. Who's on yours? Why do you like that post? And it's like, it's Facebook. Get over it. It's not life. Um, you know, because, you know, it's basically glancing at something and moving on when someone likes something. Lord knows if people saw, you know, you know, looked at all the stuff I like on Facebook, they'd think I'm such a bitch. And granted, I do own that title, but that's just because of how I am in business. Um You know, and then, you know, you have different styles of relationships after you go into that exclusive phase. Sometimes you'll have exclusively open. Exclusively open means that you'll do dinner and entertain and party with other people, but you don't keep them around. Or you may be exclusive with multiple people. And that's okay. You know, polyamory is interesting. It's you know, been around for about 30 years, probably more than before. I mean, you know, they started slapping post-it notes all over everything, and that just drives me bad. But polyamory is when you're dating multiple people exclusively, and everybody's equal, and everybody knows about everybody. You know, and sometimes you make agreements that, you know, you don't know the details, but you know the people, or you don't meet the people, or whatever. And that works. I mean, Society has been doing that for centuries when you really look at it, when there has been times of crisis or times of war or times when, you know, families were left without, you know, the other part of the family and couldn't operate in society, you know, and I hear people get so bent out of shape when they 
that. And it's like, no, why get out of shape? out of shape because that person and that person and that person's dating. You know, are you jealous? Or is it just because it's so complicated you can't fascinate that you can separate your emotions and love multiple people? I think that's what we get so confused about nowadays is loving multiple people and having friends with multiple people. You know, because the idea of the current relationship, now notice I'm using relationship and not marriage. The current idea of one and one, whatever flavor you want to put that one and one box into, um, really hasn't been around that long. Maybe around the Victorian era is when that began occurring. Before then, it was arranged. You know, you know, you can go and have your little dances and your little barn raisings and your little happiness. But when it came down to marriage, it was totally a business agreement. Your family is marrying that person's family so that this can occur. Company mergers, steals, building of finances. Maybe your family needed some more money in it and they, because they were old money and there was new money coming in. Or it was for survival, i.e., the winter storm's really hard and you can use a man to be chopping wood by taking care of your six kids and his five kids because he needs somebody that can cook. That's how a lot of the marriages happened. But I find that within this industry, you know, industry of love, that some terms really get overly used and, you know, they create them all the time. Trust me, fatty. Okay, one of the first terms that drives me batty, even though I use it, and I use it because it now has a better definition than what it used to, is soulmates. Everybody wants their soulmate. Everybody's looking for the soulmate. Yeah, and soulmates mean that you've had lives and maybe a relationship beforehand. And that's kind of like having your first husband for your fourth husband. Sometimes there's issues to work out, and sometimes y'all guys have grown past there's issues. So it's like, really? Are they that important? Well, how important was your first husband? You know, it's a relationship. And the way that, you know, a lot of more modern people think about soulmates is it's really just you dating. Oh, goodness. It's just you dating, you know, someone you've dated before. It's not that significant. Guess what? Your first boyfriend, you know, the little geeky one back in fifth grade, yeah, he was a soulmate. You had dated him before. Very rarely do you, especially anymore, because we've all had so freaking many lives. You know, a lot of us are just getting ready to graduate out of this college and move into another plane of existence. You know, so a lot of people have a lot of lives. They have a lot of existences. They have a lot of past ventures. And it gets really confusing when you start dealing with soulmates because people go, well, that one wasn't my soulmate. We dated for three years and hooked up and, you know, had a little boy, but we're not soulmates. No, you're not current soulmates. And, you know, there it gets to be that thing of, okay, that's nice. And understanding where those soulmates and ideas of soulmates run into. 
And then you got to move into those other lovely terms. You know, it came out probably the mid-80s. Twin Flames. Okay, did we run out of packaging, or did we just want to turn into another word to drive, you know, word crazy? I don't know. But according to a lot of people, Twin Flames are your separation of your soul. Now think about this. Take a pizza, whole soul, separated, and split apart. And they took it from a Roman idea of creation, when supposedly man was made by Zeus, and he had four arms, four legs, and two hats. But he got worried that man would be too powerful, and he separated the bodies. And then you search for your life to find your mate. It's a good historical story, but that's the fact that I must have had at least eight or nine hands, and who knows how many heads. You know, that's the stuff nightmares are made out of. But it basically means you have a soul connection with a person, and you build that relationship in each life. Okay, so back to that first and fourth husband. He's your first husband, he's your second husband, he's your third husband, he's your fourth husband. And he is like repetitive. He's on the same scoring level you are, which is great. It's easy, you know. We all have those people we went to kindergarten with and then we went to high school with and then we went to college with and we went to postgraduate school with. Those were your twin flames of school. Well, that, you know, everybody's searching for their twin flames of love. And it's not that complicated. People want to make it complicated. It's aggravating, especially when you decide to go for recess and you're still trying to get your history done. Um, Or you're sitting there waiting for them to get their history done so you can go to recess. I'm sure that that's past the point of aggravation and tiredism. And you just want to run and, you know, scream and go screaming mad at things. But it's okay. It's not really that bad. You know, things really pull themselves together and functionize themselves out. You know, so you got a few separations there. You've got a few different terms there. And then now they have another one. I guess, you know, the book printing places ran out of something. And now they've got your karmic destiny, mate. Police. I'm telling you, the marketing meetings of these things that come up with these lovely terms to just say your internal love, your repetitive viewer, your class, your soul classmate that you come to. They're all the same. Soulmates, twin flames, karmic destiny mates. They're all the same. It's just marketers reprogramming and repurposing them. Um, yeah, it'll probably be in a book. You know, if you haven't heard about the karmic destiny mate, That'll probably be in a book, probably around mid-January, February, according to my sources. You know, they've got to come up with something new because they ran out of topics about 2012 because, gee, it's 2016. And we're still here! You know, um, it really reminds me of Jeff Dunham's comedy routine where he talks about, you know, different places and him and Walter are conversating about how you like this and how you like this place and what do you think about this place. Yeah, I really wish they would do one on 2012 and how we're still here in 2013. We're still here. You know, 2000, we're still here. 
and this happens every freaking century change. If you go back and look, you know, in the 1800s, um, 1800, 1804, something like that, the world was going to end. So this whole big cult just went and, like, jumped off the bridge. And that's kind of how relationships are. They keep adding these marketing terms and forget about what it's all about. And what it's all about is finding the love and how it fits together um, to have that fulfillment in life. And if it's one mate, two mate, seven mate, ten mate, five thousand mates, yep, go check Solomon out. He was a little bit busy. I think they scheduled him for years. You'll find that those level of mates and those level of people you connect with on that soul-based level of building that internal love, of sharing that synchronicity, doesn't matter what you call it, how you want to, how many post notes you want to stick on it, really gets me crazy when start, people start throwing post notes um, and judgments because of post notes. But when you do that, you know, love can't fit in a box. And, you know, but post-it notes can. You can put those in a box. So you can put all those in a box that you want to stick with me because I really don't care. You know, the important things are communication, trust, um, understanding what your job is in their life. You know, you have a job. If you're dating somebody, you have a job in their life. It may be their wake-up call. It may be their partner. It may be their dinner mate. It may be their trophy for the night and then, you know, whatever else. People get confused with that because they start doing a job, i.e., you know, being the leader of the relationship. And they start being the leader. So they're calling, they're texting, they're saying, hey, pick me up Friday night. We'll go to dinner maybe do a movie. I've kind of been wanting to see The Conjuring, Conjuring 2, and then we'll see where it goes from there. And they go along, and they're doing all the communication, and the other person's just kind of relaxed and just replying back and replying back and replying back, and then get tired and aggravated with it. Well, shouldn't he be calling me? No. That's what you're doing. You want to change up the job and be the one to be able to relax? Then tell him, it's your turn. You plan it. I'll be here when you figure out what you want to do. Also, you know, and that's a hard thing to do because it sometimes takes someone two to three weeks to figure out, oh, you ain't doing your job. Okay, you were texting and entertaining me all day. Now you're not. And then they'll start coming back and going, hey, what's up? Do you not want to date anymore? You know, what's the deal here? And that's when they realize that is really, um, you know, just a switch in energy. Okay, so that's where you start having a little bit of things because, I'm sorry, humans, we get comfortable with something. We'll continue doing it. Totally. I mean, think about it. How often do you, even though you know McDonald's is bad for you, you don't run through the drive-thru to get one of those cheeseburgers that I personally think they have, like, something in them. Same thing in relationships. And what I find interesting is that one relationship continues to another relationship that changes the modality of the relationships. You know, if you look at your first relationship to your last relationship to the one you're currently in, you're going to see that they change and get better. And, you know, 
it's a common fact that if you've been cheated on one relationship, the next relationship that you're healed from, meaning that you took time to go, oh, nope, ain't dating for a little while, not even dinner, I'm going to get used to me and being me again, that you do better in and that the relationship is better. So, you know, if someone has the modality to go cheat, I don't understand why they'll go cheat, then you actually do better so they benefit you. So it's a good lesson. I know a lot of people won't agree with that, but it's a fact. And most times that's the relationship that becomes long-term because you're willing to put more time into it. And then you've got the ideas or the thoughts about jealousy. You want to kill a relationship real fast? Accuse somebody of cheating without proof. And, you know, people come in package deals now. They have kids. One, two, three, four, five. Heck, I talked to someone the other day, and they had seven, and I'm like, hello, condoms were invented in the 1800s. Use them, you know, because, you know, we don't no longer need farm workers. And that's why families used to have 16, 17 kids. They need farm workers. Best way to have them is birth them out. But with, you know, the jello, you know, that package deal, that package deal of building relationships, of figuring out where relationships are and how they are, you can't go separate in the package. This ain't Burger King, honey. You can't go, oh, but I don't want fries with pets, and you can't be ordering the number three. You need to get the number one who hasn't had children, doesn't have a baby mama, doesn't have an ex-wife, doesn't have past things that come along with them. You need to, you know, you got to look at that when you're looking at applications. Can you deal with him being connected to this person who he used to have a relationship with for the next 30 years? I'm sorry, kids, yeah, 18's kind of cute, you know, oh, I won't have to deal with her anymore, we won't have to pay child support. Uh, no, you don't, but you got to deal with her at Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter, weddings, college graduations, babies being born. She ain't disappearing out of the picture. Neither is he. But it ain't your responsibility to deal with her. People don't get that anymore. Unless you're the baby mama or the baby daddy, you don't have to deal with each with them. But you do have to relax and let them deal with them. It's a package deal. Kids are a package deal. They come along. You know, in you know, forever ago when you know you'd have three or four husbands because they all died. You know, my grandmother she married thirteen times and she buried twelve of them. One of them ran off, but they all came with children. So you know, she had a lot of kids. She raised a lot of kids on her own. That was just what happened. Whether they were hers or not hers, they were still hers. Um, and that gets kind of confusing when you're separating family trees out. That's just how it was. The family tree was the whole tree, whether a branch got added to it or a branch got took off of it. But we forgot that somewhere around the 70s. We forgot about that joint family relationships, and we got to get back to that. You know, so that then changes the package of the relationships and what you want out of the relationships. And you've got to really work on sharing and figuring out your own ideas of what you want. You know, the traditional one plus one equals two 
well, now you got many flavors of one. Some come with hamburgers, others come with hot dogs, some come with french fries, some come with a double shake of craziness. And that's when you got to evaluate, okay, that ain't my problem, but do I really want to have to deal with it? So, we're going to be taking calls from our co-hosts. We're going to take a little break here, and I'll be right back. And we're going to be taking your calls and hearing your ideas on relationships and the changes in them. And taking your questions. So, we'll be right back. I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human, and she's got this little toy she's always playing with, all day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese, and guess what? Egg rolls showed up. Like magic. Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Or are you feeling stuck and not sure where to turn? We can help. Visit our website at psychic.biz from your computer, smartphone, or tablet where you can get accurate readings and insight by speaking with any one of our tested advisors. We offer live chat, video sessions, one-on-one phone calls, and even email readings. We have several gifted psychics, tarot readers, astrologers, and other healers from around the world who are available to you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Your initial chat is always free, and our psychics do offer special prices and low permanent rates. Visit us today at psychic.biz and get the guidance you need today for your tomorrow. Right, and we're back. Okay, so we're going to take five, eight, five, six. Eight, five, six, you're on the air. Hi, Ethan, this is Laura in New Jersey. Hi, Laura, how are you? I'm good, how are you, Ethan? Doing good, hon. How can I help you tonight? Um, Anything you're picking up about any big changes? <laughs> Maybe big you like yeah. Well, you know, in general, I do see like you're going to go through some changes here, and it feels like arguments to bring you back together. And it feels mm-hmm. okay because it looks like you're uh, really starting to pull stuff together with yourself. What do you mean by that? Okay. What I mean by that is if there is somebody in your life or was in your life that a problem or a situation pulls you back into that relationship side. Okay. Well, that, I think that might be a friend of mine that um, we were separated for a while, but we're going to be reconnecting because I was planning on going to visit Mm -hmm. um, 
play this weekend or maybe even next weekend. Mm-hmm. And she lives in Virginia, so maybe that's what you're talking about. Yeah, because it's talking about, you know, problems and then fixing them and pulling them back together, honey. But what's okay. your question? See, this is why I don't normally do general in, unless you're very much in front of me, is because yeah. it gives you something out of the left field. And it's like, huh, where's that fit in? <laughs> well, no, that's good, though. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, so what's your question, sweetie? All right. So I still haven't heard yet from that dog. Uh-huh. And and I'm just wondering, uh, you know how you said give it three months before you mm-hmm. decide whether or not. You, that kind of makes me wonder: is there going to be something about that job that I'm not going to be happy with, or you know? No, I. The reason no. I say that is it can be very stressful, learning new things, dealing with new schedules, dealing with new things. So you have to yeah. give it really 90 days for it to become a part of your life and for you okay. to become part of its life. Because, you know, when we take a job, it's kind of like a relationship. And the first day, you really can't tell where things are. You really don't know how things are going to be until the first argument. The same thing with the job. Until you really get in there and get to doing it and it becomes part of your everyday life is when it becomes more comfortable for you. Okay. Hmm. So you see everything going well with I do. the relationship with the manager and the, all the other people, right. the team members, yes. all that. Yeah, and, and you all getting used to each other. Okay, good. Good, 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 good. And then you, when do you think I'm going to hear about the job? Let me take a look here. I'd say within about two weeks, dear, at most. No, are they going to give me the salary that I asked for because I had discussed it with her? Mm-hmm. She made it sound like, you know, she said that I was in the ballpark, but then the HR guy said that that was a little high. No, it ain't high, honey. It's just fine. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. You know, yeah, thank you. You're welcome, girl. Uh, yeah, you just got to relax, yeah. son. Oh, yeah, no you'll do idea. just fine. You stress out too much, sweetie. I do, Asen. I, <laughs> I really do. And I gotta. I wish I could figure out how to get that under control because I, I worry about everything. You're right. And see, if you keep that, you're just standing out there in the middle of the water and not letting it flow. You float you down. It's, you know, to get you where you're going, all you're doing is just stopping in the middle of it. Yeah, okay. it's, it's just, um, I. you know what happened? It was back in 2008 and 2009, mm-hmm. and I, I lost my job, and then I, I was un, unemployed for a while, and then I had took a minimum wage job, and I had to move in with a friend, and it was just mm-hmm. a bad period of my life. So I, ever since then, I've lived in fear of not having enough money to get by on. Right. But see, that's where you're pausing yourself and kind of shooting your own self in the foot. Is you're living in fear of not having enough money. You should have taken out of that, you know, I can survive on very minimum, even though I accept more than what I should have. Okay? Yeah. You you took the fear instead of the strength that that lesson was supposed to give you there. 
Yeah. It, mm. But see, here's the reason why. Here's the reason why I learned the fear instead of the strength is because a friend of mine took me in, mm-hmm. and without her help, I wouldn't have made it. Right. So that, that doesn't make me feel that I was strong because without her, I wouldn't have been able to make it. You know what I mean? But you did so, make it. And, you know, you would have but, made it without her or with her. You know, you had a there. Okay? I know. I know. It just, it's, you know, and you know I want to get a house, and I worry that there's so much. I just worry financially. Yeah. You know, so so what you do is you when you get the even with the job, you know, when you got this one now, you put three percent in your your savings account just for your worry fund, and then once you have enough to cover your expenses, you know, like we talked about mm-hmm. last week, then you right. can begin working on your other things in life, and that'll take the worry away because you have that little nest egg there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I know. Thanks, Ace, and I appreciate it. I I do. I really You're welcome, it. honey. Thank you. Well, anytime, right, well, hon. I'm gonna I'm gonna just keep listening, okay? Okay, hon. Thanks. Talk to Uh huh. All right. Let's go on to eight one three. Hello. Eight one three. Hi. How are you? Hi. I'm good. How are you? Doing great, hon. How can I help you? Uh, yes, my name is Nicole. Um, I recently just reconnected with my husband. We've been mm-hmm. separated since February. Um, I just want to see what you see. Um, I guess it's we're going to come up. It, okay, if we're going to get back together, or what do you see out of our marriage? I feel you do get back together, but I'm going to tell you it's going to take some work because I don't yes. think either one of you were happy when you separated, and it really had to do more with just everything because there was financial aggravation, there was emotional aggravation, and you both just needed to get away from each other. But probably mm-hmm. by the end of August, he'll be home. Okay? Good. And Good. you got to work on your communication. You need to work on letting him do, you know, if you tell him to go and do something, don't repeat uh-huh. it. Just leave it as it is. I told you to go cut the grass. If you don't cut the grass, it'll grow up to over top of the house. I ain't touching the lawnmower because I feel like that bugs him. Right. Right. Um, I, I We live in two different states. I offer him to move to Indiana where I live at, <clears throat> and mm-hmm. he seemed kind of interested. Do you he see is. him moving? Okay. Um, so, do you see him moving to Indiana? Because he has yeah. an uncle that lives here. No, okay. he moved there to Florida. you, honey. Right, but he's going to move to Indiana. Okay. Okay. Right now, he's dealing with a lot of legal stuff right now. And, mm-hmm. That's his uh, problem. He created it, honey. I know. He feels. But he's told me all the phone today. He was like, "I put myself in this situation." And he's well aware of it, and I've just been mm-hmm. trying to stand by him as his wife and and support right. him and and try to be there for him. Right. And, uh, and yeah, that's what he needs to happen, honey. And you need to be the balancer, but he's got to take care of him. Oh, I know. I know okay. he does, but I, I mean, you know, like I said, he's a, yeah. He's a good guy. 
And I feel like it'll be a good relationship. You guys just have to rework and rebuild your communication. Okay. Okay. Mm, do you feel like he's also still in love with me, too? Oh, yeah. Or... Very much so. Okay. Yeah, okay. You I feel you like he's... Right. And he does. He just didn't want to drag you down, and things just weren't working. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because there was uh, another girl involved that that kind of made things. Yeah, you know, she was a band aid to the situation. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was basically I'll I'll take the exit ramp and see where it gets me, and there was no you know quick uh, fast food there, so he gets off of it and moves on back onto the interstate with you. Mhm. Yeah, that was the reason why we kind of split, because he was like, I love her, I don't love you anymore. He was chasing her, and she was kind of like, I don't know, she was kind of like, I don't want nothing to do with you, but if you have money, I'll be your best friend. She was only after him for his money. She was only after him for his problems. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and that's all it was, was a Band-Aid, and it fell off, honey. Mm Mm-hmm. Because she was kind of going back and forth between her ex and my husband. So it was like, mm-hmm. when things went bad with my husband, she was never there. But when, you know, she was kind of like, okay, let's party. Let's go hang out. Let's do this, that, and third. She was kind of like right. the kind of girl, you know, let's, let's hang out. You know, we got money. Let's go hang out. Let's drink. Let's do whatever. But when he right. was in a bad situation, she will go nowhere back to her Nowhere to be ex. found. Well, nowhere there was nowhere to be found. Exactly, mm-hmm. and that is just, um, you know, like most friends. You know, some are fair, mm-hmm. other friends that are there through the thick and th- you know, that are only there when it's good for them. Mm-hmm. And then there's others that, you know, you just want to like, eh, you know, you need yeah. to fire them. And, you know, she was, a, you got to realize the position that she held. She was a temporary employee in the company called His Life, and she's right. no longer there. The issues mm-hmm. are still there um, mm-hmm. with the communication, and now she's gone. Right, so take right. it for what it is. Don't be dwelling on it. Just move on past it and rebuild oh. that communicational trust. Yes, that's what I have. We, like I said, he called me from, you know, right now he's incarcerated. He called me from where he's locked up at, and right. we talked for, I guess, about, two hours or so and we connected and it just felt like I got the man back that I married basically. Right. Right. Because he said time to get out of the crap that he was in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because he was, he was in the wrong people. Involved with the wrong people. Yeah. Totally the wrong people. Yeah. And not only that, he was also on, you know, had, had the substance abuse problem, but He's been in there since May, so he had time to get clean and sober. And he's talking mm-hmm. about joining, you know, going to go to rehab and stuff like that to get himself straightened out and go to meetings right. and stuff. Right. So, Which is what he needs to do because he needed mm-hmm. that emotional growth that this has occurred. Right, right. Okay. So see, take the blessings from it mm-hmm. and leave the garbage where it belongs in the trash can. Oh, I am. Like I told him, I said, I'll stand by you. I mean, I'm here for you, you know. And I had told him I'll support him. I told him I love him. He goes, I love you too. And he goes, I appreciate that you're here. 
You know, you're like the only, because like he even said himself, he's like, you're the only thing I have right now. Everybody's kind of deserted me. Mm-hmm. As they would but, have and should have. Yeah. Because he wasn't ready for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he kind of showed a lot of gratitude towards me. Mm-hmm. And I was just being loving and supportive towards him. But like, you know, I, I'm here for you. I'm I'm stand by you. I'm your wife. I'm, I yield right. out to you, you know, no matter what goes on. And he was kind right. of down on himself. And, like, I put myself in this situation. And I said, it doesn't matter what happened. Know that you're loved. And right. people do love and, and care about you. Right. And after that, you know, realize you fucked up and fix it. Uh-huh. Right. I, well, I didn't want to go too harsh, you know, because he was already feeling. But you need to do that harshness. You know, if you're just sweet and nice and loving, and then he comes home and he doesn't do anything except sit on the couch, and by the third day you're ready to just hang him, then you're mm-hmm. not going to get to where you need to be at. Right. Right. That's true. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to be real with him. And you got to mm-hmm. be direct with him, and you got to say, okay, you've got to do A, B, and C to get where we need to be at. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So thank you. You're welcome, darling. You have a great evening. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. Moving on. Let's go to seven eight zero seven eight zero. You're on the air. Hello. Hi. Who do we have? You have Delphi. Hi, and what's your birth date, and how can I help you? October 7th, 1978. Okay, and how can we help you? My question is, I met a guy with a guy who was a co-worker. Honey, you're breaking up really, really bad. Oh, hello, can you hear me? What? Yeah, now I can. Now, you were saying you met somebody? Named Christopher, yes. Yes. How can I help you with Christopher? I was just wondering, how did you see that going? Let me take a look here. I feel like it goes okay. It's a little rough to start out with. I feel like there's some jealousy about some other people that tries to cause drama. But if you just sit back and do nothing, it actually turns into a really good thing for you. Okay. okay. You know, and I feel drama, like that there's drama a already. I feel like people trying to cause drama around him. Okay, kind of like people saying, "Oh, don't date this one. Don't date that one because of A, B, and C. Oh, you don't want to date that because of this, this, and that. Ignore it. Okay." Okay, so you see things going smoothly after that? After that, yeah. But you got a little bit of a little drama storm to go through first, okay? Oh, wow. Okay, because I just started, I just met him, so I don't... Right. Don't be surprised if people don't have opinions on him. Okay. Okay? All right, all right. All right, honey. You have a good evening. All right, you too. Hey, now we're going to take a call from Oz, 111. Um, hello? Hello. Hi. Hi, who do we have? Um, this is Akanksha. 
and how can I help you, dear? Uh, I'm looking for a job shift uh, to London, and I haven't heard back yet. So it's hoping mm-hmm. if you can see anything around that, and as to when will I leave around that as well. I feel like you'll take that shift probably around within about the next week is when you hear back from them. Okay, and I feel like it's a good thing for you. It looks to me like it's a little pause, though, before you start it. Okay. Okay. So the pause would be like a few months or? No, a couple weeks. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. That sounds good. Yeah, it'll be a really good thing for you, though. I feel like it really brings you up to where you need to be. Yes, I've been waiting for a very long time, like almost a year now. Yeah, but you only got about another week and a half of it. Thank God. Thank you. You're welcome. You have a good evening. Thank you. Good evening. Wow. I don't know. Is it just me or does the call sound like they're coming from far away? You know, I do tend to be a global advisor and I get calls from all over the place and I so enjoy looking at each at different types of wives and different things. All right, let's go to three four seven. Three four seven, you're on the air. Hi, Aiden. Hi, who we got? This is Tamika. Hi, Tamika. How can I help you, dear? Just wanted to know what you see for me with moving because I really just need to move in, but I don't really see a way for it to be able to happen. I feel like you do move, and while it, you need to do it, you really don't get to do it probably for a month. Okay? It looks to me like you need to take some action steps there. Mm-hmm. Okay, and once you get those action steps in place, you make the move easily. Okay, and I don't want you stressing over it because that'll just slow it down. I'm trying not to. It's just I don't really have the income right now to move or pay the rent where I live. Where I live, it's kind of like expensive part of New York. And the rent is very expensive here. Right, but I feel like you're going to be able to do that. Okay, and I feel like you find a different place that's much cheaper and easier for you to handle. Uh-huh. I'm not okay. working right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give that about another two week and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay? All right. All right, hon. Well, you have you. a good evening. Thank you, too. All right. So we're going to move right along to 301. 301, you're on the air. Just listening. Just listening, okay. And then we'll go to 219. 219, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, who do we have? Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. How can I help you tonight? Ah, yes, I'm wondering about a, um, is there a possibility of um, getting approved for a loan? Is that something hopeful? (laughs) I feel you get approved for the loan, but it looks to me like they're going to want some more paperwork. Mm, Okay. Okay. So as long, 
long as you turn in the paperwork, I feel like you'll get it just fine. Now, it looks to me like then you get into a really busy period. So that while the loan comes at the right time, you're going to be able to really take care of what you need to take care of. But then you're going to be taking on more things, so you're going to be able to take care of the loan faster than what you're looking at. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. And I feel like that okay. you'll do really well with that. Okay, great. Thank you. You're welcome. You have a great evening. You too. All right. So we'll go to 561. You're on the air. 561. All right. I guess they're just listening. All right. Let's go to 980. 980, you're on the air. Hi, Jason. This is Emily. How are you? Doing good, honey child. How are you? I'm doing okay personally, you know, given the situation right now. every You know, I can't really complain. Yeah, everything is kind of crazy all right now. All over the place? Yeah, all over the place. Really, mm-hmm. really scary. Um, no, it's really, really starting to grow. Yeah. Hopefully we'll come to something one day. Um, it will. The social media thing, the whole social media thing. Um, I've had interaction kind of indirectly with this guy. We both know who we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it was it was towards someone who kind of out there. I know him personally, and so does And I made a point earlier today, and I know this sounds so shallow. I know it does, but I made I made a comment that he liked. Now, mind you, we don't we don't communicate. Was it merely just a, a, a simple point being made, and it sounded nice, or was it something more than that? I feel like it was simple. He liked what you said. That's awesome. it. Awesome. Nothing more, nothing deeper. He just liked it. See, here's the thing. He, you, know, you can take social media as so serious as the newspaper, or you can take it as what it is, which is social media. You know, If you look at it, everybody's life is happy and grand and sweet or in the pits. Right. Okay, or they're being a little bit smart aleckly, so they're being a little bit of a smart ass. But yeah, there's been a lot of that. Okay, he does not take social media serious at all. You could post on there that you're moving to Germany, and he would like it, even though he knows there's no way you'd move to Germany in a heart in in any circumstance. Right, right. It's all make believe. Right. It's all maple leaf. It's all fairyland. You know, it came out of that D&D mentality back in the 80s. And then it moved into fantasy land when we went into Yahoo Chat. And now we have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. And it's all fantasy stuff. Yeah. Not real. Not real. It's not, you know, the real ordeal. It's just pure fantasy. And that's the way you got to treat it because he didn't give it three seconds of a thought. Awesome. I mean, I just, I just wanted to know. <laughs> that's all. I just wanted to know. Oh, I know, honey. 
Because right. I, I, I never thought that he would even do that much. That's yeah. why I just kind of me off. Yeah, but he did do that much, and he, you know, is going to probably like some more stuff and comment on some stuff that he likes. Okay, because y'all do have shared interests and shared friends. Yeah, it's it's weird, but yeah, you're right. Baby girl, it's live. You know, he, he, you know, you two got to the point that you really liked each other and liked each other things. And then you had a stress break. And then you came back and you had another stress break. That happens. <laughs> yeah. It's a pattern. Yeah, um, it is. And you can choose to I change could, it or keep it. No, I, I cut it loose. But yeah. it's, just, it's, it's still a, a process. I'm not yeah, even going to lie. Yep. It's a process. Um, well, thank you. I really appreciate it. You're welcome, it. honey. Have you a have a wonderful good night. evening. You too, honey. Bye, dear. Bye. All right. Well, we're almost at the top of the hour, which means that, you know, we're almost done with the show. But, you know, guys, we've now got shows six nights a week, two shows on Tuesdays, Psychic Biz, which is over on Psychic Biz Live, which is over on our YouTube channel, which if you go over there and either type in Psychic Biz Live or Ace and Night, it'll pop up. And you can watch us and interact with us in chat and, you know, get our, your questions answered. And, you know, that's a group of about six of us that join and sit down and talk about something. Um, this week we're talking about all those new labels and all the posted notes that psychics like to stick on them. And, you know, what's the difference between a master psychic and a spiritualist intuitive and, you know, all that. And then we before that, right, literally right before it, she Sonia comes over here and she has the Oracle's point of view, which is a really good show. Real nice person, real, real, real enlightened. I love her point of view. And you know, you can listen to that at six thirty on Tuesdays. And of course Wednesdays we've got the psychic coffee shop where me and Rainy sit down and have fun and bring information to you and share some hot topics, which people seem to really like, our points of view on hot topics. We've actually thought about just doing a show on just hot topics, and sometimes that happens. You know, and we've now, you know, sometimes we'll extend the show out 90 minutes because, you know, we have a lot to say, and a lot y'all guys have a lot to say. And then, of course, Thursday nights, you can be right here at 11 with me for Conversations with Ace, where you guys turn into my co-host. And we talk and we share ideas and thoughts and, you know, different things. Then on Friday nights, we have a two-hour show called Radio Terra, and that's with Rez. Now, she's one of our newer hosts, and she's really, really awesome. And then on Saturdays at 5.30, yeah, it's 5.30 in the afternoon, 10 o'clock UK, um, TJ Psychic comes on with Spindle, and he helps you weave a new life for yourself, and I really like that. And then on Sundays, wrapping up our week, we have uh, Divine Angel with Angel Messages, and she talks all about angels, communication, and different ways to bring that into your life. So we got a lot of good things, and what's really cool is you can reach us all there over at PsychicDogBiz, who sponsors this show, and they're having their latest coupon is Summer 16, and it's $5 free, and if you've not signed up for an account, you automatically get $5 when you sign up for the account, and then since you're a listener of ours, 
if you when you deposit fifteen and use the coupon code coffee, spelled just like the drink, then they're going to give you another ten dollars free. And you can use that with any of the advisors um, on there. Where there's about eighty four right now, and those are ones who have been able to make it through their testings. They're one of the few places that have tested advisors. Um, you know, they just don't go in and fill in a profile. They check out everything, your credentials, your diplomas, your name, your accuracy. Um, you know, so, you, you know, it's one of the few sites that I work with that, you know, I know I'm working with good advisors. I know I'm working with authentic people. I know I'm working, you know, if the picture shows a blonde girl, then she's blonde in real life. Um, you know, because a lot of people don't use their real pictures. They go and they'll hire a model or they'll buy a model pack and they can choose which one they want to look at. But what's really cool about Psyche.biz, and they can't get away with it here, is they have video chat and they have regular chat and they have phone consultations and email based services. But you can also access this on our mobile because, as you heard tonight, you know, we've been in a few cars, we've been out on the streets of New York. You know, so you can really reach us anywhere you want to by just typing in psychic.biz. Well, guys, that's all for tonight. I hope you enjoyed tonight's show. Be sure to check us out on YouTube because we do upload our shows in case you missed something. And we will talk to you. See, I'll be back uh, Tuesdays with psychic.biz and Rez will be in tomorrow night with Radio Tarot. Have a great night, y'all.